hello hello welcome back everyone thank you for tuning in to sky's the limit podcast i'm your host sammy g (laughs) and we have an amazing guest with us today introduce yourself oh what's up uh i'm rachel kwan yes she is my pronouns are they them um i'm just a little little dude listen to film directing some writing some concept art kind of just you know art she's living her best life yeah living the best life the best you can in the apocalypse yeah we're we're (laughs) in it we're in deep in her bellows um it's it's been a rough like i feel like for creativity last year i honestly can't really tell you what i created last year i don't even remember i feel like it was a black hole yeah like everything i was creating was to stay out of like the never-ending numbers the never-ending like apocalyptic news every day oh yeah i was just trying to like cancel out the noise basically yeah it was kind of weird because i feel like so much of that uh like kind of revolution kind of socially and culturally happened that i was just like oh okay what am i doing to help how can i with even being overstimulated by the feed and everything but still being like okay what am i doing because i have the ability to you know bring more awareness and shit like that we have the privilege yeah of sharing on our social medias or creating or being able to move our bodies the way we do i am very thankful like i know like a lot of my friends do have disabilities and like it's been even harder with the pandemic where you can't even go to work properly or you can't like for the longest time i didn't take any transit because i was so scared oh god like, yeah i literally just stayed home or like i would get people to pick me up I was like oh you got a car come pick me up oh, because i ain't going anywhere well yeah even like like depression aside and shit like that i like at the very start of pandemic i started seeing all these like videos and stuff of people getting like attacked on the street that look like me and shit like that oh, so yeah. i'm like yeah what what is your heritage i am full chinese but i'm canadian uh, but, but I, but I am here. Canadian. I am from here. I live here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like home. I've had this conversation a million times. They're like, "What are you?" I know, kind of thing. Though. Like, I do you think that's ethnic? They're like, "What?" But what? Where are you really from? I'm like, "Okay, Paul. <laughs> fucking, where are you really? Where are your colonized family from?" <laughs> so, who have you colonized? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about you list all the countries your family has fucking conquered? Yeah. yeah. How about that? I think that's something that I've li- honestly just come to terms with being like, oh, okay, I'm embracing my culture now because so much of my childhood was like, oh, I'm different and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but also growing up in super white towns, it's like easy to see yourself as like, like other yourself because other people are already othering you. So then it's easier for you to like, you know, if you have parents that can like reinstill, like, no, like your uniqueness is yours and like mm-hmm. nobody can take that away from you. I was lucky enough that I didn't feel like I had to choose or other mixed kids definitely felt like they either had to go full white <laughs> mode. Yeah. Or they had to be like, oh yeah, I'm black and then say the N word. And which is fine, like do what you want. But it's just like, you don't have to like rep so hard that like you don't even know who you are. Like you're not even authentically you at this point because you're just trying to present as something people expect you to be yeah trying to like represent for an entire culture instead of just yourself that isn't even your culture necessarily because we're trying to emulate american blackness which is very different well it's not like there's much representation in canadian so it's like how do we even be and most canadian black people i know are also immigrants (laughs) so that's another or we're immigrant children so like yeah we have like this weird identity of like I mean, I grew up with Canadian kids and like I have a Canadian accent kind of, but like I still talk the language at home or like it's just, it can be very confusing. Identity crisis, anyone? Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit of like code switching no matter where you are. Dude, I, I, I've seen it in myself, like especially in Victoria, you know, with like my Nigerian friends or like people that have thick accents, my like loose accent will come out like of like the Caribbean accent or like I'll speak more in tune with them mm-hmm. like I kind of change and it's happened in front of white people before <laughs> where I catch myself I'm like oh you weren't supposed to hear that <laughs> and I'm like oh dude I have like so the same weird. thing but with like my queerness yeah. is that all like if I'm in a place that's like, oh, I noticed that this is all like cishet kind of area, I start like my voice gets higher, I get more like straight for some reason. Because I guess that's <laughs> I like kind of survival mechanism. You just don't want to explain yourself, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of just saving yourself the like time and energy. Yeah. It takes to, 
um, and this is where my mom's from, and, uh, this is my history, uh, it's like, I'm not a fucking history book, I don't need to fucking tell you. Just a person. Yeah. Yeah. How about you just respect people? <laughs> how, about, how about that, Paul? <laughs> Sorry, anyone who's named Paul, but. Yeah, fuck I think you, it's because I saw Paul Rudd the other day on one of the movies you were watching, so I, Paul's just come into the brain. It's in the dome, so sorry. <laughs> sorry Shout out to Pauls. all the Pauls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were okay. So basically, this is what we're gonna be talking about today. We're gonna be talking about creative paths, you know. We're gonna be talking about our creative outlets and how we like kind of express ourselves. Why? I think that's important. Yes. Um, yes. And then like our experiences with burnout, trying to avoid burnout. That's kind of the goal is not to get to burnout, but. Inevitably, we always wind up back to the burnout. Um, and then how we talk to ourselves, I think that's important. Positive self-talk. I talked about this. I feel like I talk about every episode because I think we should always it's be good. reminded yes. to give ourselves positive affirmations. Wake up every morning and look. Your, you can be literally washing your face and be like giving yourself, I'm going to have a great day today. Like, you're beautiful. Like, literally, even if you don't believe it, convince yourself and the more you say positive affirmations, the more it'll change the brain chemistry. Yeah. So like, fake it till you make it, honestly. But like, you don't even have to, f- I like, cause that saying is great. <laughs> There's some things, but I just feel like don't, cause if you're faking and you don't even believe it, then obviously it's gonna take way longer. Like mm-hmm. believe when you say, oh, I am beautiful. Yeah. I might not look like the beautiful that is fucking mainstream in the media. I ain't blonde and blue eyed, but I look fucking cute today. Yep. Even if I'm presenting mask today, yes, sir. which I definitely did today. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear my hair like in a ponytail, like a kind of a dude. And then I'm going to put my hat back. Yeah. Yeah. We were that butch couple at the coffee shop. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you saw us out, you probably thought we were a couple, but nah, we just chilling. We just, the world couldn't, walk the the world couldn't handle that. I don't think <laughs> it'd be too much, too much ADHD. Too, too much like energy in such small bodies, just <laughs> vibrating. Yeah. We're both like around the five two mark. Yeah, yes, yes. the 5-2 crew, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, we just have to learn from like, because I'm 20, I'm turning 25 mm-hmm. next year, like April. Yeah, I'll be turning 25 next June. Yeah, we're like the same when age. the fuck is my birthday? <laughs> When's our birthday? Uh, we're like the same age, 97 crew. Yeah. Um, so I think like in the last six years, like since 18, I feel like we've learned a lot. And I think I got to believe a lot more in my creativity since, like I've, I think you too. Like, we've always been, like, very creative. I think at a young age, I, like, coloring was my favorite thing. Like, just drawing and, like, making messes and, like, yeah. science. I actually was such a science fiend. Like, I loved, like, getting the microscope and, like, just curiosity and, like, catching little Oh, critters. yeah, I love biology and shit like that. I was going to be a zoologist, bro. That was, like, my goal until, like, 15 or 16 I like grade I, 10 yeah my I, teacher just ruined it for i think me. i had a similar situation where i hit like grade 11 or 12 when they're like oh what do you want to do with your life like do you want to go into like sciences and then i was like sciences or art kind of thing but and i, was I just definitely like, was like art <laughs> art yeah, every day yeah can i put like my pain into animals i don't know i don't know if i can <laughs> can i self-express through animals probably not um yeah both of us are very emotional i feel like i need to express myself or i will combust yes Yes, very much that. So, especially like sad girl days, I feel like if I don't journal or if I don't write or if I don't create something like from that pain, A, it's a wasted fucking event (laughs) because the best things come from here. We can make content out of this. (laughs) I'm wasting my life right now. So like, and it's not even pressure. It's just like, I feel so much better Mm -hmm. when I make something so personal, even if it never enters the light of day. Yeah. Because there's some songs that are going to come out and I'm like, yo, I wrote this a while ago. I revamped it. I kind of changed the chords or like I'm going to redo it in a punky rock way. Indie. We're going to go indie. It's going to be so fun. And I think that's also something cool is like something you create as a kid. You can retake, take all the experiences you've kind of gone through and been like, okay, she was real woke back then, but we're going to make it even more woke now. Yeah. And more relevant and maybe more like easy for people to relate to yeah honestly that's part of it is just like reflecting and looking back at your old stuff even if it makes you like cringe it's good to have that like reflection and being like oh okay so i'm coming at it a different perspective now i think it's important yeah because even if you're like oh this thing was shit you also see like oh there is a kind of through line there's something there's something there there's a glimmer 
of sparkle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even if it's like this, like five percent good, it's like I can take this five percent good and make like put in ninety five percent more good into it, and then it's gonna be a hundred percent. I think again, it's just like having things in the vault, having like an archive is so important as an artist because we might not look at it for fucking ten years, and then when we're thirty, we're like, oh shit, I made this at twenty. Holy yep. fuck. This is some dope shit. Because <laughs> I think it's hard for us to see things as they are now in front of us and appreciate it as somebody like you or my parents could be like, oh my god, you made this? I'm like, yeah, it's nothing. But like, we downplay our shit all the oh, time. Oh, 100. Well, it's in when you're in the present moment and you're creating the thing, it's so much part of the creative process is just hating. It's shit. Because you have to criticize yourself in order for it to get better, right? Mm-hmm. But it's when that gets like too out of hand kind of thing. That's when you need to grab your like pals and stuff and being like, hey, can you Somebody hype me up a little bit? Me. Yeah. Me with all my work. Is this good? Is this good? <laughs> me, me just like pointing. Is, is, it like this? is it like this? Is this okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you for the validation. Yes. And I think validation is also like, I think in other relationships, like I never really felt as validated as I do now. And I think staying in toxic relationships through not being validated makes you work for it more because like you're like oh if i keep working for it or if i like i need to like deserve it kind of thing exactly but the fact that he's even like you have your own little room to be creative and And welcome to the podcast yes definitely need to do a tour in the new place like obviously this place is like it's nice i'll probably do like a farewell yeah like video for this place because this is like where i created my podcast yeah like it's men's a lot of good shit came out of here yeah and all these plants are Happy. Yeah, you're literally gonna be migrating like a jungle. I know. <laughs> literally, it's gonna be like one full van of just the plants. Okay, well, come back with like when when those are gone, and then we'll put the furniture. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. Stuff Who that needs are it? Who needs you know? it? Yeah. But we barely have furniture compared to like most people. We have like plants, mm. and then a couple pieces of furniture. But then we're still gonna like get rid of certain furniture just so that it's less cluttered. Like just open space, having more room to like breathe. More room for activities. More room for babies, you know. (laughs) Anyways, back to the creative. (laughs) We're getting off tangent. Uh, But that's the podcast. Honestly, this podcast is just ADHD friendly. Mm -hmm. If you're neurodivergent, come through. (laughs) Because (laughs) we don't stay in one linear motion. Which most humans don't. No, my brain doesn't even work like that. I feel like just some trauma shit is just my brains in like storybook like comic book mode. or like i need to jump in and like put this information in yeah and then exactly jump out exactly like, and what were you saying and you're like oh sorry i wasn't even in this room <laughs> to my partner because again he's as it's not even news it's like he's 40 and clearly my listening age range is like 18 or i guess you have to be 18 to go on certain platforms but like 18 to like 35 or something and like i think my grandparents were listening so there's like a 65 to like 70 range and i was like oh that's cute they love that they're listening i'm like which episode did they watch i'm just like oh my god there's some explicit content (laughs) no but it's so cute to like okay i know like people in their 40s and 50s it's probably not their thing we're definitely a little more crazy over here (laughs) and he'll always be like yeah like sometimes you cut people off and like i was like yeah, babe, I'm trying to do better, you know? I'm with friends. Like, they're not getting mad about it. But also, that's, like, all... That's how me and my friends work. It's the chemistry. That's how it happens. That's where the magic You have to find the people that work like that, too, you know? This podcast is perfect for people that feel like, oh, my God, I feel so bad when I cut people off. I'm like, I don't do it in a narcissistic way. I'm not doing it to try to talk. I'm like, if I don't say it now, it's gone. Yeah, no. If I don't have this thought (laughs) presented right now, it's gone forever. So I just want to let you know and then go back to what you were saying. Yes. And I think that's like even the way that you just like take notes and just get it out of your brain. Yeah. You just need to get I it out. To, I just have to like make sure we get over these things so then people can leave this podcast being like, wow, okay. So I'm not crazy. I'm not weird. Not just like, fuck me, Paul. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think it's good for people to listen to these kind of like rants and like disorganization uh conversation what's how our brain waves work you know (sighs) yeah it's just weird because like people that aren't as neurodivergent or like they're so used to like a certain way because of the way they grew up yeah like they had to like take turns or like not say as much as we clearly like to (laughs) (laughs) um but it's i think it's also how we get all our creativity how we can do so much 
It's because there's so many thoughts. There's too many thoughts. Yeah. Honestly, it's exhausting. <laughs> I'm exhausted by myself. Well, you can really tell on the days that you just take it for yourself. And if you're not like putting anything out, it just internalizes. And, and I like, will you stay up till 2 a.m. Exactly. I'll stay up all night. Oh my God. I haven't, I, the past like three days, I've maybe, I sleep like maybe four or five hours each day. But that's also on like post-production life because oh, yeah. during production, I'll like I have a set schedule. But yeah. now that I'm like I just edit only during like the nighttime kind of thing, I'm just kind of hibernating. That's fair. Also, it's fucking terrible weather. So if I could and I didn't have to walk this boy every day, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I'm not going anywhere. I remember last year, like I would literally just like also depression mode. Like I was just like. Yes would wake up around noon and be like, I hate my life. And then I'd go back to sleep and then I'd watch some TV because the world was ending. I was like, yeah, might as well get the TV in while I can. <laughs> before the <laughs> While it still exists. Yeah, before the internet disappears and fucking yeah. can't watch all yeah. my favorite shows. And Disney Plus, one of my friends like logged in in the summer. I was like, thank you. Oh, you still got so it? So much. Very good. No, I got somebody else's now. Because <laughs> like, it like automatically signed out and I was like fuck yeah you don't need to pay your own subscription they have enough money it's fine exactly okay. <laughs> um and then what we talk about <laughs> so our creative pass okay so what is your go-to so for me it's writing um I would like to read more but again I my brain is so hard I'm still reading one book that I've started like in 2019 dude I feel I'm like I, I'm I I've been reading a graphic novel for like a year because I just I read a couple pages and then I'm just like oh Dude, I'm so jealous of people that can read a book in a week. I'm like, where okay, the fuck so, do you find the time? So when I worked at, it depends, like, when I worked at, like, the movie theater, you had time to kill, like, three hours while mm. the show was being That's played. Different. I would read just three or four books, like, a week. That was when, in, like, Victoria, I was working at, like, Capital Six kind of thing. Again, I just, I don't have the brains. Like, I can't sit still for Well, that. I used to be, before, before film, I was an English major. So I like that like nerdy ass shit, but I haven't read in so long. <laughs> She's like, I love it, but I I love it. I love the lore. I love any kind of like nerdy things I can like sink Fantasy, my teeth in. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. um, it's interesting. It's very like visual. I love yeah. the murder mystery. I've been reading those since I was like too young, like <laughs> grade nine. I was like checking out books with like these crazy orgies and shit. Like, Whoa! <laughs> so it went from murder to now just a sex orgy, and now we're like going. So you're like murder. public school, like library. What the fuck? No, it was like early high school, like grade nine, ten. Like I would go to the library, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. Oh my but it, god! But then you don't know it's coming, and you're like, whoa! Ooh, this is sexy. And you're like horny, and you're like, your hormones are all like, you're you're a virgin, and you're just like, whoa, what is? You're like getting images in your head. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the earliest like erotica that yeah. you've ever like experienced exactly well because it's like i just love even murder mystery like podcasts or like movies or tv law and order like anything that has oh, yeah. like a build-up of like suspense and like thriller it's just that's yeah I, I would love to at some point like kind of uh do films of like every single genre like yeah. i think it's get e a checkbox yeah like the one i'm working on right now is like a coming of age kind of comedy oh. tragedy type of shit because i'm like you can't have comedy without some tragedy and tragedy vice versa that's Fair. just life um yep. but but i'm in the same that writing is like my comfort like i've always i even before when i knew what screenwriting was that's kind of like i would always make little like plays or little stories yeah. and stuff I, and i think a lot of that was because i had some like childhood shit going on that i was like i need fiction is my like safe place yeah. kind of thing i think because i started so from high school to uvec like i applied to the creative writing department and when i was in that for a year i was like this would have been a lot better if i had teachers that gave a shit and if they didn't pawn everything off to seven different tas so every oh time God. you wrote something it was marked by somebody completely different different personality different gender like you're just like <sighs> yeah that was one thing so you like so many like tutorials so, so many, many tas, TAs. yeah like, Suck Do, my dick. can i talk to like the professor <laughs> i don't know but then the professor's like there's like it's so hit or miss they didn't so give a shit like these guys just and i was like why do we have two profs for one it was just weird because sometimes they'd alternate sometimes they teach together but they like basically were like we don't give a fuck about any 300 of you we're just here for the paycheck clearly because we're not marking or reading anything that's coming in and i was like wow this is very like not fulfilling for me and i love writing and i didn't want to like end up one of those people that have a like a master's in writing and fucking yeah, hate writing now yeah so i went from creative writing which they changed their department to writing because they killed any creative idea you had <laughs> literally like when i was in there i was like is this the creative department or is this like write the way i want you to write yeah department and i like 
this sucks. And sociology gave you that ability to like relate. Freedom they of thought. They wanted you to yeah. relate it back to yourself. They yeah. wanted you to get creative with like storytelling and like, it doesn't even have to, they were like, it doesn't even have to be true. It can be, <laughs> it can be whatever you pull out of your ass. Just like make it connect to the work. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I love you guys. <laughs> Sociology, like any of you, my sociology homies, yo, yo, uh, literally all of us are just like, okay, so we're learning all about the structures that are all fucked up and how humanity basically is trash and what can we do about yeah, it? Yeah, dude, I took Nothing. one social Nothing. class and it was exactly that. I'm like leaving with just a backpack depression. and depression. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. My whole degree, just like learning about all the problems and the theories and like oh like basically every person that was deemed crazy were people that were like the first of their time being yeah. like uh like challenging different thought ch- the church challenging exactly challenging sex challenging the democracy that we don't even really have at the end of the day like it was just great to like read like oh so basically anytime back in the day when people were deemed crazy they were just more sane and more woke than everybody else yeah too but woke that's for crazy. the time yeah too ahead of their time. Even today, people wouldn't like believe the things those people were saying. Oh like, yeah, they're like, oh, you're you're just looking for attention on Instagram, like or whatever platform, Twitter, like whatever they would use to get their information out. And even today, we like shit talk anybody that's trying to like <laughs> bring any awareness. But I try my best to like support voices that are actually powerful and actually trying to like oh, shake yeah, up the population. Yeah. Like, hey, guess what? Capitalism is a rose. Yeah, yeah. It's not sustainable. It's definitely a way that climate change has gone 10,000 times faster. Yeah. Because we're just constant. A, our leaders are selfish, capitalistic motherfuckers. Yes. Who don't want to change because they're like on their comfy little couch. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. big comfy couch. You know? <laughs> um, and if they don't do it, then it's like we have to do all the fucking grunt work. And we're not getting paid for it. Yeah. But- yeah, where's where's my money <laughs> yeah. for talking woke shit, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if everything we said, like, cha-ching! <laughs> Just direct deposit. Yeah. Like, stood up to white man. Thank there you. you. Here's $10. Thank you. Thank you. I would be a fucking millionaire. Uh, me too. I wish. We're manifesting. We're going to be Yeah, it. yeah. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> uh, what's the date? We're in November 18th, 2021. So, guess what? We're going to be millionaires. This is nope. recording right now. Nope. It's, it's happening. Oh, that's my bank account right it's now. It's happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of dollars coming to me. Uh, no, but I think it's so important to like, again, manifestation. Yeah. Like making sure that you're not getting too into your like, oh, this isn't good enough, like self-talk, but like still being like, hey, even if I didn't get it this year, it's next year. Yeah. I'm going to keep striving for it. If I'm not a millionaire in the next five years, it's going to be in the next 10 years. Like, it's not it. like all or nothing kind of thing. It doesn't have to thing. be all right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm very patient. Okay, I'm very patient. I'm so impatient. <laughs> Chris is definitely the impatient one. I was like, oh, maybe I'll like get you a scavenger hunt or make you a scavenger hunt. He's like, just like tell me what it is. <laughs> Give man. me the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, you're definitely the more impatient. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but you need balance in a relationship. Yes. So yes. I can be the. I'll be like, okay, I'll go there and wait for the thing if you don't want to. You can go do your thing, and I'll be the one waiting. Oh, yo, I'm totally patient when it comes to other people. I'm so impatient when it comes to myself. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. I feel like that's also the ADHD or anxiety Mm -hmm. coming in. You're Mm -hmm. like, what is it? Like, your brain just doesn't stop. If it's for me, yeah, I would definitely be a little more anxious. I'd be like, what is it? What is it? Just tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if I'm trying to think of ways to, like, surprise people, I try to, like, put some thought into it. Like, things they'd like. Is that, like, your love language? Uh acts of service or like gifts giving i think my act like mm, what are you talking about the one i like to receive or the one i like to give uh the way you give i guess i guess the way i give is also the way i receive which is like touch okay quality time but when it comes to gifts like i generally do like homemade or like yeah i like to make something a little more well you're creative it's it's coming might as well use it don't waste it (laughs) (laughs) i don't like to waste things okay (laughs) but it's it's hard to like go and buy something when I'm like oh this is just like oh anybody can get you like a, yeah. something from the store or anybody like, can just go the only, like if it's a gift from, card like, a personal place like stuff like that inside joke that, that that's, that's great and stuff but yeah but I just I love like card making like 
making yeah. like drawing. Eh, yeah, painting. it's it's really heartwarming. I a lot of my friends still like because that's kind of how I expressed like making art. Like I used to draw little frogs, and my friends oh. would pay me in pennies and stuff, or I'd that's like so make cards. And so many of my friends still have them to this day. Of just oh. like you made me this like ten page card. I'm like that is so extra. I'll never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Back when I had the energy <laughs> and the stamina to upkeep. <laughs> I'm like, you wanna like pay? I gotta get the little Patreon going for the, some cards? I don't Dude, know. Dude, I need I need to. Do Dude, I need to set up Patreon too. I can't. I, it's so hard for me to ask. Me. For I don't even want to ask. I'm just like, mm, I don't need to. I have one. By the way, guys, I have one for this podcast, but um, I'm not gonna share it with you guys until next year. <laughs> because it's like there, but I'm just like not there yet to like commit Fair. to posting on there and like actually giving valuable. I'm just so overwhelmed with the last two years three years let's just say 2019 to now i'm just i'm overwhelmed by life yeah full, let's, let's full 24 honest. years here <laughs> let's be honest my whole life is overwhelming. <laughs> uh, but i'm tr- we're trying to take what comes and just i think breath work and yoga have definitely helped like yeah. stretching releasing mm-hmm. that tension yes very necessary because before getting heavily into my spirituality and like making sure i'm okay checking in mm-hmm. check in with yourselves fellow artists have you drank any water today we were talking <laughs> that earlier fucking carry a canteen with you if you must <laughs> keep it full at all times because you must yeah and i totally i go into that kind of like danger zone where it's like oh i'm not if i'm eat, if I i'm especially drink. if i'm really in a work mode or something i'm not eating i'm not drinking hours, sleeping walk me in here yeah. i don't need to like i'll just drop but I just haven't done that to myself in a while because I've been very focused on my health. I've been very focused on eating. If I am in a flow, I'm like, okay, this sucks because I'm probably not gonna have this flow in an hour. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I want to use all of it, you know? Yeah, that's the ADHD. Yeah. You're like, I gotta do it. Yeah, that's, that's also me with my like social batteries. Like, oh, I'm feeling really on. All my jokes are landing. Let me hang out with everybody for me like today. a whole week kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like the hyper focus is so real and I, Cause when people say, "Oh, you have ADHD," I'm like, "Well, no, I can focus. I can focus, you bitch!" Like, well, most of the people I know that have ADHD are some of the most hardworking people that are like in the are. fucking industry, just fucking getting it done we because are. they have to be. Yeah. Because that's, that's just the way it is. That's how, as we're gonna about to go into burnout. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl, I'm... Last year, I burned out so hard. I'm currently in a burnout right now because I finished my film and it was such a high for me to go and then to the go lower. I'm like, oh, I gotta, like, recuperate kind of thing. And I think I, I've always, like, struggled with, like, depression, anxiety, PTSD, all that good little... All the good love, All the good stuff. <laughs> all the best creators yeah, have it. <laughs> but it's so much of that self-talk where you're like, oh, I can't tell if this is really, like, my thought or, or just, you know... Trauma. disorder and Trauma. shit like that yeah Trauma. and yeah persisting negative thoughts that for me it's easier to overcome obviously when you're in a healthier setting or like when you have support like yeah. maybe a little more monetary support maybe a little more um adoration and like attention and spiritually you're like free from like all that toxic shit you were dealing with the, like literally your whole life like with people that are well, yeah it's so environmental yeah psychological landscape kind of deal yeah or like the freedom to be who you are. Yes. Because obviously in some, like the last episode, we talked about being stuck with these like people that you're just not, you have no peace, almost. Yeah. <laughs> There's just no moment of like, oh, I can just breathe and be happy in this moment. I think that is the biggest difference in like quarantine where I've started prioritizing who I'm giving my energy to and who. Because you have I- to, I can't yeah. just hail everyone. And it's, because I used to do that for so long Me is too. that everybody wanted, like, they're like, oh, you're so you're so cool, let's hang out and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, validation, yes. I, I will <laughs> hang out with you. You like me? I know. Kind of thing. It's but so- I've all, I'm also not, I need to be around people that I can be my like full self around. Cause, and not like yeah. tune, like, as you said, like, this is how our brains work. like. Some people, no offense, babe, but <laughs> some people won't get it because their brains just can't. They want to hear like full thoughts and then pause and then I go and then you go. It's just that's not how it works. It's not how it's hardwired. You know? I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I try and I can maybe do it in an academic setting. Maybe I can do it like maybe I can mask for long enough where people think I'm normal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. But as those who have come on here know. I am far from normal. <laughs> I am not a normal bitch, so you just Well, gotta, it takes so much energy if you're masking all the time. I know. And I didn't really realize I was masking as much as I... Now, looking back, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just 
like, ew, no. But I also feel like you probably weren't at like emotional, mental I was just place go, go, go. that you I could just... even do that. No, because I was just boom, boom, boom. I'm going from school, going to work, then coming home to a boyfriend that I... We were just kind of like in that like boyfriend, like high school boyfriend, girlfriend, like a little honeymoon. We're, we're in kind university, of thing. but like yeah. basically also university relationships are very like not all, I'm not gonna say all, but a lot of them we enter them at university levels where we're high stress. We have these high thresholds for bullshit because university's a fucking roller coaster. And then when you both are out of university, the relationship just isn't the same because A you don't have that same stress or like- The same structure, you're- The same structure, it's different. Lifestyle is completely different. Lifestyle is different. Maybe they've changed, you've changed, you need more commitment or more validation. And they're just like, well, you're my girlfriend. You've been this girlfriend for this long. Like, why are you asking for more? Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, it's been oh, years. I've been given years. I mean, I mean, that's like every single guy I've dated in Ever. like university, especially. <laughs> But I feel like it was also at the time where I'm like, oh, I, I'm discovering my queerness and stuff. So that like internalized homophobia where I was just like, oh, okay, no, let's be more straight. Let's enjoy. I've been such a chameleon when it comes to dating that I'm like- She does it all, y'all. Yeah, no, it's so bad. <laughs> Wait, cause you're pan. I'm pan. Yes. And I also like, I would also just be very like straight presenting. I'm now like very comfortable. Like I, my parents kind of, it's kind of fucked up, but they kind of raised me like the son. Mm -hmm. And then my sister was like the daughter kind of deal. So I, that's why Are I have a lot born? of- No, I'm second. Oh. They wanted me to be a dude. I was supposed to be Jeremy. <laughs> but I'm Rachel. I'm named after fucking the girl from Friends. Oh my God. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah. Cause they're like, I don't fucking know what's a name. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. I'm dead. I'm sorry. That was, that was iconic. I can't even, I need to like sound bit that and make a whole video. That's like, I'm motherfucking named after Rachel. It's not great. Uh, Prince is all right. It's like it's a little overrated. Rachel's a hot mess. She's like, a hot mess. Like, she's, she's, she's hot. She's hot and she's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> at least I'm not Ross, okay? So. <laughs> Imagine, Rachel Ross. Um, <laughs> I forgot why I even talked about that, but. Um, no. Burnout. Oh, yeah. And just like having that structure of like being out in the world and just not realizing. COVID taught a lot of us extrovert, introvert type, like you're more introvert, extrovert. Yeah. Forced introvert, I guess. <laughs> because of the film industry. Yes. Um, but I think for us, like the ADHD, the anxiety, like we went further than we should have in some situations and kept going, going, going and burning out without even realizing it because we didn't really have a second to sit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, where in 2020, I got probably not not the most depressed in my life, but definitely one of the lowest moments because it was just like me realizing end of the world. I didn't get to go out as much as I wanted to before this fucking pandemic happened. All these like thoughts just over fucking whelming, mm. checking the fucking death meter every fucking day. Why? Fuck. Cause I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> nah, dude, I had a friend whose dad literally would just put it on like the screen of TV. 24 7. No, I only check it in the morning. <laughs> I did that for like a month straight and I was like, I need to stop. Oh my God. Mark, like, I think in May I was like, I have to stop. If I don't stop, I'm gonna go fucking crazy. Yeah. I just, which, last year which was, did. Yeah. like 20. I literally, 24. like, if you ask me about shit, I literally probably can't remember because my brain out. has like blurred it out. I blacked out. <laughs> but also, like, depression causes memory loss. Like, and I didn't even realize that. Again, the moments I've been the most depressed, that's probably why I, bl I blacked out high school. Like I barely remember oh, high girl, school. Oh girl, I don't remember, but I will have nightmares. <laughs> I have nightmares that I'll fully remember the layout of the school, but like <laughs> anything, like if someone asked me anything that occurred in high school, I'm like, I don't know. I was a different I have human a photographic being. memory for like things like that. Like seeing things and seeing people's faces, photographic yeah. memory. Yeah. What was it their name? I don't fucking know. What, what was like the class we took with that teacher? Don't fucking know. Like, only the teachers I really liked or the teachers that had an impact on my life, I remember, obviously. Yeah. But everybody else, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't know. Have I met you before? Shit. I know your face, but I don't know you. Well, if you met me in like high school, it was such a fucking different story because I was very straight. I was like very... Uh, Were you girly? Uh, I tried to be. That's, like I told you, I was like <laughs> straight in my hair. forced hetero. I was still super butch. Like I played every single sport, was captain and shit like that. Yeah. But boom, like... Boom, boom. But in like grade 12 hit and I, I, I just fully burnt out because everyone's like, what do you want to do with your life kind of thing? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. I'm going to hide in the photo room. 
And that's what I did. And that's how I survived. That's honestly how that, I survived. And here like, we are. Yeah. Here she is. They are. <laughs> yeah. Here Cheers. they are. <laughs> so sorry i i do my best because i'm like again like i call everybody dudes or like what's up guys i i will always take a dude or a guy um okay, like cool. i i'm i've just started asking people okay. for the space to the do they, that them. because like i've never i think one yeah, of my friends when we met yeah i could call you she and yeah. you never yeah yeah uh, which i honestly will never be mad at someone yeah. Because I'm pretty fluid. Yeah. Honestly, on the day I wake up and I'm like, I feel like a dude or I feel like a chick kind of thing. I feel femme today. Let's exactly. dress up. Exactly. And that's so much. I have so much internalized misogyny that I. that's when I kind of discovered drag and stuff Ooh, like that. Because I always denied myself femininity, makeup, everything like that. Just being raised like a dude, right? So, um, but when I actually did drag for the first time, it kind of brought me back to like watching my mom do her makeup back when she was around and stuff. Cute. So. Yeah, and that's why I kind of wrote this film was to kind of encapsulate that feeling of like um, being alone, but feeling that kind of togetherness. I can't wait to watch it. So exciting. Oh, I love all my friends, all you guys that are like creating and like just doing your best through this pandemic to fucking grasp at like straws and just yeah. create Dude, out of your I heart. honestly forget it's pandemic and shit like that. Because you're so in your own world. Because I'm so in my own world and I think I'm like, wait, I made two movies in the pandemic. That's you're so fucking, fucking cool. Dumb. But like, I'm not like, I won't recognize that, you know? But now you will. But we, now the, we snap for you, baby. Around, it's being around the right people that celebrate you for just and also getting out creatives. of bed and shit. Yeah. Dude, like, we need to hang out more. Yes. We, th we've been talking about hanging out since the fucking well, summer. Well, to, to be fair, we've been ask, <laughs> asking to hang out. We've been living in different cities unknowingly. So long. Like, yeah. <laughs> for so long. And then I think I told you probably in August. But then the heat waves and like just like bullshit was happening and then september and october went fucking gone they didn't exist they didn't exist <laughs> literally this okay why did last year every three months felt like a fucking year so it felt like three years last year and then this year fucking feels like three it feels like three full months of last year dude last year was just all march <laughs> <laughs> we're in a pandemic and yeah. the world's ending yeah it was fucking i don't understand how time and time is a figment of our imagination like it's a social construct like Monday to Monday, is there really Mondays? Probably not, but <laughs> realistically it's just stressful because we're on this like, you know, calendar lifestyle and oh, I have to do this before this and like, I need, yeah. to, I need to schedule my holiday time and like, bro, working for yourself is amazing. So I'm just like, I don't feel like working today. I'm not doing shit. Girl, it's really hard to, I can't imagine like going back to like, I can't go back to a nine to five. Thing. If I go back to a job, it's gonna be like part-time when we move to Poco. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have to like worry about moving from a city like we will live there for the next eight years right yeah. like once we're settled we're we renovated and everything's yeah. like back to normal getting a part-time job it's nice to like get out of the house and like talk yeah. to people like I miss that about working is like well you're such a people person yeah. I feel like you need to talk to people and that's how I got a lot of business working as a barista dude people mm. were like oh what else do you do I'm like I'm a graphic designer. Yes. And they're like, oh, I need like this, or I need a lo everybody needs a fucking logo these days. Yep. And I'm like, yep. hire me. Well, I feel like that's all like accidental like networking. It's I just, love it. Like most, so many people I've met just at like parties and shit you like that, that. You know, you have to be out of the house to be able to kind of like broaden your spectrum because not everybody on Instagram trusts like buying on Instagram. Like my mom literally won't buy from anything that doesn't. Um, like there's certain websites she even if it's like looks legit she just doesn't trust giving her information to like everybody so like she's one of those customers that you'd have to like meet kind of face to face feel the vibe and she trust that it's you get to know you yeah. as a person so i think i mean that's way better than yeah. being over cautious you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like at least when you're out of the house and you're working at a different job it's like oh so this isn't your main job this is just like your little social job yeah and i think one thing about being like a creative is that even if you're taking these little like part-time jobs i loved working at the movie theater and stuff because you gain these experiences that you wouldn't gain anywhere else kind mm -hmm. of thing there are still life experiences that you can put into your art and stuff like that as i just <laughs> breaks the table <laughs> <laughs> it's hard one baby <laughs> just getting really worked up right now <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but like minimum wage, it's weird that minimum wage jobs offer like the least amount of money, but sometimes you grow the most as a person. Like, yes. I worked at the movies, that was like one of my first official like paycheck jobs, other than babysitting, that like you work there and like my experience was like, there's a little racism. So I ended up leaving because I was like 15 and they were bullying me. And, like, 
it was just stressful. That's fun. So, but mission. Sounds about, but sounds about right. Shout out to mission. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it's just like I learned a lot from there. I was I learned that a people see me as black. Yep. Because I think growing up, like. I had such recessive genes, like I was kind of blonde with like light, oh, really? light, bl- like, light brown hair and mm. in the sun it looks very light. Yeah. And like at one point I was like literally blonde like as a Whoa. kid. Because Ontario, the mm, sun, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's real rough out there. So th- when I came to BC my hair just started growing a lot more. Um, like there's still highlights and stuff but it's just like the sun here isn't as uh, yeah. potent. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Doesn't chibial, keep chibial. those streaks up. <laughs> So. You see, this uh, this isn't just Asian hair. This is just from living in Vancouver. <laughs> she mocks, but I was her. <laughs> no, so like for me, I was like, I grew up like, I knew I was mixed, mm. but I didn't, I guess in Ontario too, there's just more black people. I think people just don't treat you so weird. In BC, people fucking treat you like you're a fucking ghost or something. Yeah. Like, oh, what kind of ghost are you? What? What type are you? And they're apparently British. <laughs> Columbia. But <laughs> you know British Columbia. But I think also working in like the service industry like that, that is like people think like they can say certain things to you because they're you're kinda under them kind of thing. Yeah. That's why I had to leave my last one was also racial harassment and stuff, you know? It's like It's awkward. It's real awkward. And you the worst part is like with the pandemics, like they blame China for everything. I'm like, bro, oh god. I'm pretty sure they were the first ones to make a fucking cure for it. And they were the first ones to not have any cases. Yeah, we well, were they were already part of the world already and we're just like in it. Yeah, exactly. But I remember there's a girl in my school that literally like called it the China virus like to my face and saw nothing like out of it and I am because dying. I've also just been like taught to just laugh everything off and stuff That's like that. That's a trauma response. That I, is. I laugh at everything. But like also I think comedy is how I got through life. I think 100%. I think um yeah, making jokes out of things that maybe would have made me cry like saved my life. Oh, 100%. Cuz and that's honestly how my parents taught us growing up is that cuz they also grew up like first gen coming from Hong Kong mm-hmm. and they grew up in like East Van and like Kamloops, just super white places and stuff. So they learned to make fun of themselves and that's how you kind of gain friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just got of fucked up. I mean, the way they taught it, yeah. <laughs> kind of fucked up. Out of survival though for them cuz yeah. they were probably the like they were my dad's family was the one Chinese family that owned the one Chinese restaurant in like Kamloops. Like, could you be even more like different? But then he's also like on, he's the football captain, but also really weird note that my dad, well, like I'm full Chinese. My dad has a fro. I've seen that though. But there's, what? There's Asian people. And okay, let's do a little self like uh, realization here, like learning about hair and like basically every ethnicity can have a different texture so you can be a white person there was a kid shout oh, out yeah, the girl's shout out to this white kid he had ginger hair giles is it giles shout out giles <laughs> he had the biggest ginger fro Fuck whitest it. boy you ever seen but like your ethnic like whether you're white or black doesn't necessarily mean you will have a certain hair type yes more likely a white person i see will have straighter or wavy hair yeah and most black people I know have more of like a 4C or like a 3C. Mm-hmm. But I know bitches that are from Ethiopia or Somalia and they have pin straight hair. It's so weird how it is because my entire family is all like straight black hair and stuff. And, and your dad's my dad, like, me and my dad are just like, what the fuck? Here's the curls. Yeah. Curls and whirls. Which I used to hate when I was younger, obviously, because I'm like, want to be same. But now I'm like, oh, I fuck with this. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'll shave everybody, half my head. It's everybody cool. Everybody spends hours fucking trying to curl their hair. I get to just naturally <laughs> have it. <laughs> you always want what you don't have growing up. I remember, I don't know if you ever strained your hair, but I literally strained it. It started off like once a month in grade eight and grade nine. And then grade 10, I was like, mm, I'll just do it for like Halloween or my birthday or something. And then I just stopped in grade, like from grade 10 to 12, I didn't do it. And then I had to do a huge chop. So in grade 12 for pictures, I just strained it just so my hair wouldn't look like it's fucking up yeah, here. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, it's down to my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for that, like, I, I'm i proud of myself for not getting in the, like, A, I never woke up at fucking 6 a.m. like some of these girls. I ain't waking up at 6 a.m. I'm waking up like 20 minutes before I have to go to school. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I love sleep, okay? Yes. The depression loves the sleep. <laughs> I don't like waking up early. I thought <laughs> you are just going to end it there. I don't like waking up. <laughs> The eternal uh, sleep for end. me. 
the end. <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Like, I feel like people that have never been depressed don't understand how vital sleep is. Like, if I don't get, like, eight hours of sleep, watch out. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I mean, I've had, like, six and seven, and I'm like, whatever, I'm fine. But, like, I definitely feel happier and, like, less depressed when I have, like, more sleep. So, especially during high school, like, the most rough, like, weird transitional, like, I had two different high schools, too. So, grade eight oh, and grade yeah. nine. And I had to drop out and, like, do Moodle Fuck. for the rest of grade nine because I was so sick. And then grade 10 to 12 is, like, the trauma of a new school. Yeah. Bitches that are just, like, spreading rumors about you and, like, people that act like your friend but aren't your friend. Shout out to that bitch. You know who you are. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but it's just so frustrating to, like, go through high school and your parents not really... People don't... I hope I can listen to my kids because I won't know what the fuck it's like in fucking 10 years when kids are making fun of shit that don't even fucking make sense and i'm like ignore them like they're gonna be making jokes and then literally like later on when you realize oh like they were just deflecting they were literally just coming from a harmful place because they themselves yeah this is not about me exactly yeah when you take yourself out of the equation you're like oh ah if it wasn't me it would be somebody else yep literally you're just the pawn in their stupid game and you just gotta remove yourself you gotta be like i'm glad you're having a good time but Adios, bro. I'm leaving this conversation because... I mean, that's basically once high school is over, I was just... I still have a bunch of, like, high school friends, but basically was just like, peace, I'm out of here. Let's I'm going go to Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> we both went to Victoria and we're like, we're we never are, coming we back. We're on island time. But then I was like, I'm sick of Victoria. Peace. <laughs> and yes. And yes. I, like, I visited, like, once a month or, like, I'd have, like, a photo shoot there or, like, friends' birthdays or whatever. But then it like COVID happened. I literally didn't get to go back there. See, I don't think I've been. I don't think I've been since I broke up with the guy I was dating. Like oh. maybe like three years ago. Holy shit! Something. Yeah, it's been a while. Need to go back. I love. I love the place. Okay. <laughs> it so, was just the problem of always running into him and all of his friends and stuff like that. It's, it's such a small. Pl- it's such a small it's place. Been three years. Yes. So we can go back. Yes. And we can have fun. <gasps> There's so many cute little gay bars now there. Yeah. All the queers. I'm like yes. Because, okay, I have a lot of queer friends. Clearly, you have. I feel like the queers have to have queer friends. If you don't, what the fuck? You're just. I need more, honestly. Okay, well, (laughs) thank you. My best friend's married to a woman. Let's go. Love it. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Next year. Early next year. Like, I'm thinking January. Yeah, there's like a couple, like, uh, there's this all uh, Asian, like, uh, drag group, uh, Rice Cake. They're fucking unreal. They always perform at I've like Eastside Studios and stuff. Oh my god. Um, we need to go. We need to go. Yeah, they're rice cake. Wonderful. I have a couple like friends that are in it and stuff. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. Oh my god, I love the queers. I want to go to more drag. I want to see more again self expression and creation. Like I love it. Yeah. What's really cool is that like it. I personally have been to more like shows around like East Van because I feel like there's more of like kind of like butch kind of. Yeah, representation there. So a lot of like drag kings, which are honestly hilarious because it's just I've making never... fun of just like hyper masculine dudes and stuff. Like chicks just grabbing their balls and stuff like that all the time. You've never seen Drake King? Oh my god, it's so much fun. I have to see it now. It's so much. It's fun. a must see before I die. <laughs> yeah, that was my thing. I was like, oh, should I be a Drake King or a Drake Queen? I end up going more Drake Queen because I'm like, I feel like I'm just kind of a Drake King all the time. <laughs> I already do that at my full time job, so I think I'm gonna switch it up. Yeah. yeah. Switch not. Um, I guess to tie it up, I'm getting better at being under an hour or like around an hour. So we're proud. <laughs> we're yeah. proud for the ADHD coming through. Um, but also that's why I make notes because I think it helps me to like get through the points without going on a million pounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is me. Like I'm probably helping a lot. <laughs> Just like you. No, let's talk about our high school trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, we kind of talked about self-talk, like talking how, like positive affirmations over like reinstilling the anxiety or like the depression talk and like overcoming that with positive affirmations and just like waking up every morning and right before you go to bed throughout the day, fucking whenever you have the time to like look in a mirror or like just take time to close your eyes and be like, I'm good. Put your hands over your heart, you know, do a little meditation, just like 
I feel like when I grew up, like I didn't understand meditation. You'd see it and you'd be like, how do people just turn their brains off? Like I didn't well, understand mental, it. Like mental stability and like health <laughs> was just not a thing taught to us. Right? Like they taught us, oh, eat your four food groups, except dairy is the reason I have fucking acne. Okay. Dude, dude, my, I know this is another tangent, but my parents literally would have contests with me and my sister who would drink the most milk. So toxic. This is so toxic. We're both, we're both like just puking. Yeah. Puking up milk. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Fucking. But I would win. Yeah. <laughs> I am the most mask. I win. I don't, I don't knock it. Like, I, I believe you. 100%. I Thank you for you. believing me. <laughs> Validation. Yes. This feels so good. Uh, so self-talk. Have good conversations with yourself. Fucking. Right, like listen to music and like feel that shit and be, yeah like, let yourself let yourself feel and allow emotions to come and you don't have to like overanalyze and be like oh i feel shitty right now okay and then just go about your day and just do things that make you feel a little happier and like mm. oh i'm gonna get like a drink like today i got my lavender latte treat yourself treat yourself and it doesn't have to be expensive it can be a three dollar drink yes it can be a little kombucha i love yes kombucha it's the best um also best hangover cure is it yeah i've heard it's that good i don't really get i don't drink enough to get hangovers but i've now gotten like that shitty body feel now like yeah, i could drink i mean that's just us getting older yeah. <laughs> but we're like 24 I'm like what the no, fuck I'm, I'm like my body's 50 <sighs> yeah the old souls baby the old and souls um but again on the self-talk self-talk yeah yes. the uh like for the longest time i've trying to unlearn because I used to only tell all my like mental anguish and anything only to my counselor because I'm like I grew up in high school having all these super mature subject matter and then all my friends being like oh god what the fuck's that like what is that I don't know what that is and that's the hard part about being like one of the only old souls in your town you're like why do I feel a so overly emotional and like I feel things so intensely and I feel like I know things before they happen sometimes yeah it's a really weird gift to have because it's like nobody else your age fucking understands oh my god I know I remember a counselor telling me they're like you are you're gifted and I'm like I this don't feel like a gift roll your fucking (laughs) eyes and like okay Karen thank you (laughs) Thank you for the pep talk. That was terrible. But I'm Fuck. now I'm now getting more yeah. comfortable finding friends that I pretty much all my friends have like mental health issues. Cause Cause high shout school, out because high school is toxic. Because it is. It's yeah. toxic, and usually there's a lot of toxic teachers. Oh yeah. That pr- promote like bullying. They don't even do shit for most bullying shit. Like it's like they want the bully to win, kind of. Like they're like, oh, I wish I could bully those kids, but now somebody else gets to do it, so. Yeah, okay, dude, I literally kid. didn't notice in like elementary high school that oh, like so many so people much. would bully these kids and they're clearly like queer and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'd just be like, or they're like neurodivergent or something. And I'd always stand up for them. Cause Me too. I was, cause, yeah, cause I was, we super cause We're I was at least like, had the privilege of people would be like, oh, okay, let's listen to Rachel kind of thing. Because we're leaders. Yeah, cause we're, we're tiny little girls that need to like, you know, <laughs> That's why we laugh. Well, I will speak for myself. Yeah. I'm loud. Oh, 100%. I don't want to call you that. I don't. I hate when people call me loud. I'm like, bitch, I'm not loud, but I'm, I'm loud. I know I'm loud, okay? You don't need to tell me. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Compared <laughs> to like, I'm like, I'm not loud. I'm just kind of obnoxious. I, <laughs> I think also though, being small, people don't fucking see you. They look yeah. right past you. They're like over your head. They don't even see you. Well, they'll, they'll completely like, uh categorize you if you don't say anything or represent yourself exactly. you know so i gotta be loud and proud baby yeah exactly loud and proud. you're doing the work you're doing the work just being yourself thanks you too yeah <laughs> validation <laughs> um and balance okay so the last key note we want to make is balance and what is it <laughs> oh yes don't be obsessed with the comparison oh yeah okay so okay balance and comparison so comparison obviously like when you're like when i first started really getting into my art like in 2019 and like taking it seriously as like a draw possibly Mm -hmm. when people want to hire me to do custom illustrations or logos and stuff i'd be so hard on myself because like i'm a comparing myself to people that have been doing it for 20 years or something yes comparing yourself to people that aren't starting so obviously you're gonna feel like shit <laughs> dude me as hell literally everyone i surround myself with are like uh, like three years older killing it in the industry kind of thing and i'm just like but you're not there yet but not me <laughs> you're not there yet. but like completely also completely different industries too but you're just like you just see people with the hustle and stuff but that's also the only thing you really or the see, paychecks right like my partner i'm like bitch if i made as much as you made 
I will feel so good about myself. Right? <laughs> like the fact that if you had the money to validate your work, yeah. then you're like, oh, this is worthy of and my time. And that's where it comes full circle, the struggling artist. Yes. It's like, you have to go through it though. So then like, again, humble beginnings. I will never take the millions that are coming to us. <laughs> Granted, and I will redistribute my wealth. I will be supporting people that are on the front lines. I will be bailing bitches out of yes. fucking prison because they shouldn't be there. They're protecting the land that clearly politicians don't give a shit about. Yep. Paul Rogan. What a Raw Hogan. Seth Rogan. The fucking guy in BC right <laughs> now that's allowing Paul. the old growth to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, dude. Um, Rogan. Mr. Rogan, you need to fucking stall. You need to self-analyze. Like, why are you being such an asshole? Why are you cutting up all the trees? That's why all the flooding and shit. I don't know, bringing some like Joe Rogan energy, some shit Joe like that, you know? Rogan. <laughs> it's not him, Joe Rogan. Joe Hogan? <laughs> it might be Hogan. Oh, oh Rogan. Dude, okay, we're keeping, we're, we're keeping this in. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. I I really don't know his name, but fuck you, dude. Um, <laughs> so back to balance in the comparison. <laughs> this is this is our brains okay this is i'm not gonna apologize for how my brain chemistry yes, works yes. <laughs> um but we're hilarious so enjoy <laughs> um so comparison what what's like one time you compared and like you for me it's also my musically like i i didn't really find my voice until this you're like the voice i want to represent the voice i want to publish the voice that I feel the most confident in mm -hmm. is that like grungy, like yes. pop, rocky, indie style. Like I don't want to be a pop artist at all. Like I hate the like everything that comes with being a pop artist. Like you have to always be over sexualized and the whole culture with the it. The whole yeah. culture is so toxic. Oh, like I said, you're like you're such an indie, I'm such indie a, soul. Yeah, such a hipster. Like my glasses. Like I'll miss them when I get laser <laughs> next year. <laughs> like fuck these bad eyes like i she came in today and was like i can't see you you look like a thumb bro like it could be anyone coming off the Literally, street i don't who are you <laughs> what's your name yeah. that, that should be next se segment of the podcast yeah. just take off your glasses and wander outside <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood i don't know where i'm going but we'll see if we can make it home it's rough dude being blind no joke nobody nope. nobody understands my partner has like 30, 20 vision. He has 10 yards above most people's vision. I'm He's like, just Superman. Just Superhuman. Fucking. It's fine. Whatever. I'm dating Superman. It's chill. Whatever. It's fine. Don't compare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't compare yourself, babe. So yeah, for me, it's been like finding my voice and not comparing myself to my favorite artists that are like usually like the Beyonce type, like the very soulful, very like powerhouse. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, my asthma and me have a problem sometimes with holding enough air to even get out what I want. So like, I just have to, I have a low range sometimes. So like, I have to just be happy with what God yeah, gave me. Yeah, and like celebrate the stuff that does give Work. you like pros, like like the, the, like the tone, the raspiness and kind of yeah, stuff like that. And, and not allowing it to like, be self-defeating exactly and again let your anxiety or you're like oh like they're so much better than me or like oh like again comparison's the killer of your joy right well so. i mean that's so much of that is being like entrepreneurs that you're the one handling your post work too and stuff so i know that, that, that's where be, you get it gets in your head well because you have to listen back to it, you have to edit it oh that's why people are like oh you should do youtube i'm like maybe next year <laughs> yeah girl i was like maybe if i can overcome this part which is the voice part maybe then i can overcome the visual part <laughs> yeah see it's like i'm like that's the main thing with me is that people keep hiring me to edit and i like because i'm like that's what i've just done over these years i can do it i know how to do it well kind of thing kind of just sucks my soul out though because i want to tell stories i'm kind of tired of telling other people's kind of thing exactly but it's feed it's, your soul yeah it's, again balance yeah don't do things just because of the paycheck, which is hard as a starving artist, because I will take things just to take them yeah. to get my rent paid. Yeah. But at the end of the day, obviously you want to invest in things that are going to feed your soul. Because if your soul is fed, then it's easier to do those jobs that maybe are a little more soul sucking. Yeah. Because let's be honest, They're nine to fives, anything that's like generic good money is going to be Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's still like job. Yeah. Like you still need to make some money. You need to make a little bit, you know. I'm like, I'll make you I'll make your shitty wedding video and I'll just uh work on my music video over here kind oh of my thing. God. Okay, I can't wait to work with you with some music though, yes. because I think your style and your like 
idea. I feel like we just have like a good flow and like any crazy ideas I have, you're like, let's do it. You're well, just gonna be like yeah. an enabler, an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tongue twister. That's, that's what I would be, Rachel, that enabler. <laughs> Hell yeah, enabling baby. queen. <laughs> no, but I feel like our chemistry is so good. And like one of the other queer, I feel like a lot of people in video and film might be queer. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I literally joked that in our film school, like our first year gala, I think there was like 10 films made and about like seven of them were lesbians, <laughs> like lesbian love stories. So we, I just, I was like, we have the LCU, we have the lesbian cinematic universe. I love it. I love and, it. <laughs> but that's, that's why you go to art school and stuff. You meet your others and the stuff. The queers. Because that's basically like, my film crew is basically like majority Asians or BIPOC and then also queer because how else are you gonna tell those stories if you don't have those people in the back duh <laughs> no but she uh when she came on she's bi I think. but she's just queer basically like she just yeah. presents more queer but she came on and went like this is the episode that i'm going to edit and put out probably next week we'll see <laughs> maybe tomorrow i can get through it but it's just getting through listening to myself it's honestly that's the most daunting part but when she came on, she was talking about film school and like how like you kind of just like the first thing you're gonna create is gonna be shit. Like you're oh, probably yeah. gonna hate it. It's probably you just gotta get through it. Get the mark. Get through it. Get to the next scenes. Move through like film school. And she did it last year. Like mm. the like oh in the fucking virtual world. Right. Ugh. She's like yeah, most of my classes are virtual and like whatever we did in production and like together it was kind of like obviously a nice like oh like i get to meet the people yeah. that are on the screens or not <laughs> because <laughs> nobody was showing their faces yep. sometimes it's like i look like shit i'm just gonna mute myself and yep. turn off the camera yep. but i never got to experience that yeah so, i thankfully graduated like 2019 no i graduated 2020 so right before because i did school before then went mm -hmm. to langara went to uvic then went here mm -hmm. and that's yeah i lost my train of thought but it's fine you went, you graduated. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, so I graduated, like, uh, I finished my film in, like, March, and we went into COVID. Oh, and then, fuck. so I finished it in quarantine. I did all of it online editing with my editor. So you surround, did you have, you didn't walk the plank or whatever? Walk the plank? Like, when what you, like, graduate and you walk? Oh, no, no, not that I'd even go to that. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, like it's. I feel like that. it's like fucking like art school. People are like, nah, I'm gonna stay home. That's fine. You're like, it's not worth the time. I think they literally walked everybody in like the entire like school like grad, not just my department. So that's why I was like, oh. nah. They did that at UVic, except they broke it up, and it was 2019. But they broke it up during the week. So like, I think oh. mine was on the Tuesday or Wednesday, and it was like, uh, soci kids with like, I don't know if the psych kids were there, but it was like a couple departments, a couple of the master students, a couple of like, cause they're smaller too. Like, it's like, this is how many master students are. And like, <laughs> this is yeah. like honor students. And like, yeah. So they, like, I remember it was like the whole stadium was like kind of full. And it's such a weird feeling to like, I will never forget it. Like, it was just so weird. Cause you're like, it's kind of like your high school graduation, except it's like all these <laughs> amazingly smart people who have written crazy like Pieces articles. And, shit, and yeah. I'm one of those people. And it's like, yeah, mm, that's so weird. And to think about it right now, I'm like, I used to be a, uh, like what? I used to be, was used to be in social <laughs> shit. I was like, what's the word? Academic? Yeah, right. How, was I an academic? Was it all you a were dream? You a scholar, a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> it's just so weird because being an, like a full-fledged artist, entrepreneur, it feels light years away from like being in school and having to like take notes and like trying to please this professor that like you'll never fucking see again. Well, yeah, that's why I'm like, we've all, we all live multiple lives throughout University. And that's why that's why you have different relationships, and that's how you come and grow and stuff. So it's cool to meet you in from that past life and coming back into this one, you know? Because like we met probably through Instagram, and then yes, I'm I knew your friend who said he had a friend that did photography, and we should all get together and do. Was it a Eric? Shoot. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't even do photography anymore, but it was a great entryway to meet you. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. We did like, and it was one of those shoots I always wanted to do, which was the- The laundromat? The laundromat. Then we just went to this but random gas station. Now I want to redo it, because that was when I first started modeling, and I felt kind of awkward still, and I felt like I didn't have the poses that I wanted I, to execute. Like, I didn't, 
We still got some fire shots I though. know, we did, we did. It's just like, I want to redo it as yeah. who we are now. Yeah, I would love to. Do oh, one of the music videos has to be in a laundromat. <gasps> yes. Okay, we're making it, it's happening, yes. we're manifesting it. So my birthday's April 14th, so we have lots of time. <laughs> and I know you're editing your movie and all that shit. So by February? Yeah. I mean, we'll be moving into that new place. So like, you can come out. Oh, that'd be so sick. Oh, <laughs> there's so many. Oh, I have so many ideas, girl. As again, ADHD is just all ideas, not having enough time or energy to yeah. finish yeah. any of them. That is the biggest curse is being like, <laughs> I have all the ideas, I'm but none genius. of the energy to do any of it. I'm a genius, but... A genius without the energy. <laughs> I'm retired. I'm We're retired Einstein. Tired. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was such a great episode. Thank you oh, so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to hang out again. Yes. We're going to make notes. We're yes. going to actually get organized. So then we both don't feel overwhelmed and we don't. <laughs> or we're going to probably have burnout, but we're going to soften the blow, so to speak. Yes. And have like a nice pillow cushion to inevitably burn out on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we'll have some more energy that we can actually like maybe make some more shit, you know? Yeah, and do like maybe a live next time shit. and have yeah. like a conversation on YouTube or something. Ooh, or, or Instagram. Like have a video that we can upload to a bunch of places. Because like, I don't, I think we kind of have a camera here, but like. I oh, you're going to do like a video audio pairing kind of thing? I would like to. Yeah. That'd be fun. I got cameras, you menu. Because again, next year I think YouTube would be more viable. It would be easier for me to like, because I can edit video, like I have Premiere Pro. I can like do things, it's just like I don't want to. Because <laughs> it's Girl. just so you like, ugh. No, wanna... you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Like you're just, right you're networking, collaborating, and you'll meet those people that are gonna, you know. Maybe I can find someone who wants to edit my Because there's some people that don't like being in the spotlight whatsoever and just like being like, that's like me. I do like typically don't like being in front of the camera and being that's recorded right. and stuff. Like, let me write something scripted so that I can like, you know. Yeah. No, but that's dope. I think everybody has their like um, strong points and like things they need to do in this lifetime before they leave. And being a creative in charge of our own creativity can be hard sometimes because it's like, well, I have all these ideas. I want to do everything, but what are the key focal points that I want to do? So this podcast is a very big passion of mine because I love just talking and yeah. I mean if we're gonna hang out we might as well dude I feel like this was this medium is like made for you <laughs> I should be people always like before even graduating university people were like you have a very good like speaking voice or like radio voice radio yeah voice. like I do pick the radio station and I was like oh I should apply okay. <laughs> but again I was too shy I was too shy and now like having my own platform it's like okay I can say whatever I want yeah. I don't have to like monitor my f-bombs I don't have to like but There's no one I'm sending this to to be approved and shit yeah. like that. And you Uvic's very PC in the room. Yeah. yeah. Suck it. <laughs> but also, thank you for my degree. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I know it's getting late. Oh my god, it's so dark out. What time? It's only five. It's so dark. Boy. It's so dark. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for thank coming you for again. Me. I'm so happy yes. that we reconnected. We kindled the fire. Good. But now that we know we live close area-wise, um, we can get all the hangouts in yeah. before I'm in Pogo. Yeah. And I even mean, then, I'll visit. I know. They'll, they'll come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't leave five, my 15-minute radius. Sorry. <laughs> we'll never see each other again. <laughs> nah, nah. No, I'm excited, though. I'm super happy. This podcast is definitely, like, the love of my life. Like, Yeah, I'm so just, excited. You got so much stuff, like, to look forward so to. So much to say. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just cool, because every person that comes on, like, even though if there's some things we talk about that I might have like said on the another one, it's good to just like remind people and like go drink some water, keep hydrated, like you yeah. know, like yeah. just spread love and joy and like share this with somebody who needs some laughs and like who is neurodivergent and me it needs to the normalize that exactly. This podcast will make you feel sane. Let me yep. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like listen to yours. It makes you feel like a little less alone because there's oh. more people. Like oh. you know, same same. Oh. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh, on that note, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And we'll cry you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to Sky's Limit Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy G, and we have Rachel Guan. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.